How's this for good timing? As we get to the stage where we're going to talk about the transform section of the book, I have magically transformed from sitting on various couches around the world to being all professional and going to a proper studio to record some of these for you, which you will get the benefits of if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast, you don't get to see how pretty this studio is. We are embarking on the second phase of the book now. We have completed the first section, which was heal. This is the transform section, which, as I've said in previous episodes, transform stands for take responsibility and be kind to yourself, realizations, accept, allow, and process, needs, wants, and boundaries, stories we tell, finding our true self, our darkness. And I knew I was going to do that. I've forgotten what my own fucking book is. What are? Reunite and make peace. Fuck off, Kopi. I knew I was going to do that, Jesus. But the most important part is we are up to the second part of the book, which is transform. As you have heard me say in the past, but it's worth repeating, transform is an acronym. It stands for take responsibility and be kind to yourself. Do you know what my brain did then? It went to my first book. There's an R in my first book. My brain went rationalization and excuses. And then the other side of my brain went, nope. That was a book he wrote three years ago. The career one. The career one, yeah. What's R? Realizations. Fucking hell. Take responsibility. No. Take responsibility is the first one. R is realizations. Do you know what? I'm not even going to fucking say it. It doesn't. Let's just go straight into it. Right. Let's do it. Let's get stuck in. This is the first part of the second section, transform. The T stands for take responsibility and be kind to yourself. Again, you've heard me say this so many times now. And I, I laugh to myself as I say this because there's so many parts of this stuff that I go, this is my favorite part. This is my favorite part. If people ever ask me to sum up or give three sections of this work, three chapters, three highlights that people can put into their life that can make massive changes without doing anything else, this makes it into the top three. This might even be the first one. It was even in my first book about changing your careers, the first part of this anyway. Taking responsibility for your own life, and by that I mean taking responsibility for everything, is the most important thing you can do. It changes everything. It changes your perspective on things, and it's not as easy as it sounds. There are three phases when it comes to taking responsibility that I like to talk about, and those phases are number one, where most people on the world, in the world sit, is blaming everyone else for everything. This is where our societies are created. This is how we are mainly raised without realizing it subconsciously. Blaming everyone else for everything is a bit like when you eat a cream cake, when you're trying to lose weight, or when you have a beer, when you're trying to uh, change your life or transform things. It feels good in the moment, but in the long term, it is bad for you. The problem with blaming everyone else for everything in your life is that you have no control. When things are everybody else's responsibility, 
then you're at their mercy. You are the victim of outside influences. You are disempowered. So one of the things we want to do is move away as quickly as possible from the first phase of blaming everybody else. Phase two of this journey tends to be people switch from blaming everyone else to blaming themselves. Some people already do this interchangeably. Blaming ourselves is just as toxic, maybe more so than blaming everyone else. What that looks like is just beating ourselves up for everything. So every time we know we've made a mistake, every time we realize something has gone wrong, we beat ourselves up for it. Again, this is something we want to avoid at all costs. The third phase is where we want to be, and it's completely different to the first two, and that is taking responsibility. And the difference between taking responsibility and beating ourselves up is that taking responsibility is empowering. What it says is, yeah, do you know, this thing went wrong. This is what happened in my life. It's my responsibility ultimately to sort it out. The beauty of that is it moves more things into your control. And when things are in your control, you've got more certainty around them. There's something you can do about them. It stops you being a victim as much. And it means you can look at your life and go, do you know what? This is what I need to do to sort it out instead of blaming everybody else or beating yourself up. It ties massively into something that I repeat a lot to the people I coach repeat this to myself and have done over the past few years, a line that I heard from a guy called Jersey Gregorek, who was on the Tim Ferriss podcast a few years ago. And he said, he said this quote that I'll never, ever forget. He said, hard choices, easy life, easy choices, hard life. It's brilliant because what most people do is in the moment, make a lot of easy choices. So eating a cream cake when you're trying to lose weight is an easy choice in the moment. It's easy to just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take the cream cake. Let me eat the cream cake. It's nice for 30 seconds. But then that leads to a hard life because if you're trying to lose weight and you're not happy with the way you look, you're not happy with the way you feel, then your life is harder generally. If you make the hard choice in the moment, in this example, don't eat the cream cake, which is more difficult than it sounds a lot of the time, as you might know if you ever tried to lose weight, then your life becomes easier generally. I had someone say to me a few years ago, which I really, really appreciated. He said, I've watched you change your life by making a series of very, very hard decisions. And that's true. That's exactly what's happened. In the moment, I make lots of hard decisions and I still do it now. And I I often repeat that to myself. I think, what what is the easy thing to do here and what is the hard thing to do and what is the impact on my life as a whole? Because the whole point is to take responsibility and create an easier life. Taking responsibility in this sense is about taking radical responsibility. So that is taking responsibility for absolutely everything, 100% of things. Lots of people I coach, lots of people I've worked with over time, lots of people I've seen, find it relatively easy and comfortable to get to about 95%. So saying, yeah, this is me, this is on me, this is on me. But it tends to be that we get one or two things in our lives where we don't want to take responsibility. Maybe it's a, maybe it's an individual that we're not comfortable taking responsibility. We want to put everything on them. That might be our romantic partner. It might be our parents. It might be our kids. It might be our boss. Radical responsibility is about taking responsibility for everything. Absolutely everything. Always bring things back to us. Whenever you find yourself looking at somebody else or something else, something external, bring it back to yourself and say, in what way can I do something about this? Let me give you an example the shitty boss and the employee. When I was a, just a straight business coach a few years ago, before I delved further and deeper into this world that we that I'm talking about now, 
I was, I'd be working, this happened with a number of different people, em, employers who had a shitty employee. And they would say to me, Paul, I've done everything. When I said to them, you need to take responsibility, this is on you. They would say, well, I've done everything. I've coached them. I've trained them. I've sent them on training courses. I've disciplined them. I, I can't think of anything else I can do. And I'd say to them, well, look, let's assume for the sake of this conversation that that is true, that you have done all of those things, which is unlikely. If we really got into it, it's unlikely you've done all of those things as much as you could. But for the sake of this conversation, let's say you have. There's still something else you haven't done that you can take responsibility for. And they'd always say, what? What is it? And I'd say, do they still work for you? And they'd say, yeah. And I'd say, well, it's your responsibility to sack them. That's part of your job. If they're not good enough, sack them. Most people, bits like that are lost on them. The same thing, the same example works in romantic relationships. So you probably don't need me to give you the full layout scenario. Same thing. People who are in romantic relationships and they're not happy and they think they've tried everything that they can possibly try, still on you, still your responsibility. You need to leave the relationship. This is absolutely crucial. Radical responsibility for everything. But it wouldn't be fair of me to tell you this is a, a step that it's important to take to transform your life without giving you a warning. And the warning is this. In my experience, in the experience of many people I coach who have been down a similar path to this, if you start taking radical responsibility for everything in your life, there will be, generally speaking, I don't like black and white usually, but there will generally be, generally speaking, be a couple of groups you will encounter. One group who will respond in kind to what you do so when you take responsibility, they will take responsibility for their things in life. Remember, just because we take responsibility for our own lives 100% doesn't mean everybody else isn't responsible for their life. What we want is to create relationships where we're all taking full responsibility for ourselves. So in a healthy relationship, you take full responsibility for what you do. The other person takes responsibility for their part in anything. Everything's good. What you might find, and I've definitely found over time, is that some people, when you start taking radical responsibility, will take it as a great opportunity to blame you for everything, that it will all be your fault and they'll lap it up. That is just part of life, sadly. That ties into something we're going to go onto in future episodes about boundaries. Again, coming back to you, your responsibility as you start changing your life is to start assessing the people you are spending time with. And if you are around people who, when you take responsibility, they take advantage, they walk all over you. Same for if you're showing vulnerability or you're trying to change in other ways. It's your responsibility to spend less time with people like that if you want a healthier life, a healthier existence. All this stuff we'll talk more about as we go through the, the chapters that are to come, the episodes that are to come. The second part and equally important part of this section is be kind to yourself. So this is huge. If if I could give everybody I've ever coached, including me when I started, if I could give them a pill that did one thing, I would give them a pill that made them be kind to themselves. Because one of the problems we tend to have without realizing it is inside our own mind, we're not very nice to ourselves at all most of the time. We talk to ourselves in ways we wouldn't dream of speaking to most other people in life. And we do it consistently. And when we do that, we tend to disguise it as other things. So we'll disguise it as ambition or drive or determination. It's unhealthy. Let me give you an example. 
So a few years ago, when I first started transforming my life, I was focused on health first and foremost. And I got involved in, a friend of mine showed me some documentaries about how juice fasting, so just drinking fruit and uh, vegetable juices can transform your health and can cleanse your system. All kinds of things. You can, you can watch documentaries online, show you miraculous transformations. I did a juice fast where basically for 21 days, I did nothing but drink fruit and vegetable juices. Three weeks with no full meals. And at the end of the three weeks, I was working with, a, with one of my first coaches and he gave me a task to do to observe the way I talked to myself. And I vividly remember one day standing in my kitchen and I was living alone by this point. And I remember thinking about the last 24 hours before and how I'd spoken to myself. And I was at the end of a 21 day of this 21 day juice fast. And what I realized I was saying to myself was, it wasn't good enough. I hadn't tried hard enough because I wasn't better. I hadn't healed. I'd seen other people on TV and in documentaries, they'd healed and I hadn't. And it was because the story I was telling myself, one of the books I'd read said that when you do your juice fasting, you can, you can use bananas and avocados in some of the, the juices or smoothies. And it sometimes, if you get absolutely starving during the, the fast, instead of blending it up into the smoothie, you can eat a banana or an avocado. And I'd eaten two bananas in three weeks. And the story I was telling myself was that that wasn't good enough. And I was a failure and I needed to try harder. And it just coincided with me doing this exercise of reflecting on the way I was talking to myself internally. And I realized in that moment how nasty I was being inside my own head. And as I said earlier, disguising it as ambition, disguising it as drive, disguising it as always wanting to do better, but never accepting that what I was doing was good enough. It's really important. So we've talked about exercises that are in the book. That is a good exercise to do if you want to try one is just gently observe the way you think, the way you talk to yourself for 24 hours. Get a pen and paper, get a pad and just note it down. Just become more conscious of it, more aware of it. When you speak to yourself, what tone do you use? What type of language do you use? Do you call yourself names that you wouldn't necessarily call other people? It's really interesting to observe. It's important to know though, when we start doing this, the idea of being kind to yourself is as you take responsibility, as you start to notice the mistakes you make in life, you give yourself a bit more slack. So you stop beating yourself up. You start being nicer generally to yourself. You start being kinder in a way that allows you to make changes. That does not mean though, that we get a free pass. It does not mean that we can suddenly become absolute arseholes and do whatever we want because we're being kind to ourselves. <laughs> There's a story I like to tell in this. When I was growing up, this is many, many years ago. So this is probably when I was about 10 years old way before any of this came into my life. I used to play football in my mum and dad's back garden as every little boy did back then. And my dad had a greenhouse in the corner of our garden. If you don't know what that is, if you're not from the UK, a greenhouse is basically a shed made of glass that people grow tomatoes in and grapes and cucumbers. And basically it's a warm environment where you can grow things that shouldn't really grow in the UK. I'm sure they have them in other parts of the world. I used to play football in a part of the garden that the greenhouse was in. And one day my dad said to me, Paul, can I have a word? And I said, what? And he said, one of the uh, 
panes of glass in the greenhouse is broken. Was that you? And I said, no, it wasn't. And he said, well, it looks like it's in the part of by the greenhouse where you play football. So if it was you, I, I just want you to tell me the truth. You won't be in trouble, but I just need you to tell me the truth. And if it ever happens again, I need you to tell me the truth. And I said, yeah, okay, dad, it was me. I was, I was playing football last week and I kicked the ball and it broke one of the pieces of glass and I was afraid. I didn't want to tell you. And he said, that's okay. He said, don't worry. He said, I just need you to take responsibility. So if it, if it happens again, just tell me, you won't be in trouble. Just tell me. And I said, yeah, great. No problem. A week later, I'm playing football again. I break some more of the glass. I come running in and say, dad, 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 dad. And he said, what? I said, I've broken some more glass in the greenhouse. And he said, okay, son, thanks for being honest. That's really good of you. I said, no problem. Ran back out. A week later, I did it again. And I ran in and said, dad, dad, dad. He said, what? I said, I've broken more glass in the greenhouse. He said, okay, son, thanks for being honest. And a week later, I came back and I went, dad, dad. He went, come here, son. He said, sit down. He said, when I said to you, if you break glass in the greenhouse, I just need you to tell me the truth. You won't be in trouble. That wasn't a free pass to just smash my greenhouse to bits. This is about making sure you're doing your best not to smash the glass in the greenhouse whilst if it happens as an accident, telling the truth about it. And I said, okay, I get it. And that ties in perfectly to this. So our job here is to try our best not to smash the glass in the greenhouse whilst if it happens, being okay, being kind to ourselves, taking responsibility. So we're doing our best to live the best life we can, to be good people, to be compassionate. And if something goes wrong, we take responsibility for it. We're kind to ourselves. We don't beat ourselves up about it. It's more empowering. It's healthier. It's better for us. Does that make sense? The last part of this, which is really, really important, is something that everybody, if they can accept, if we can accept, regardless of whether or not you decide to do any more of this work, to go further down this path, can transform your life in itself. And that is the realization, and when we take responsibility, we can do this, is the realization that we are choosing our life. So we've talked loads about childhood. We've talked loads about programming experiences and trauma and adaptations that happen and emotional repression as a result of that. It's important to remember that was from our childhood. The chances are you are a big grown up now, a big ugly human. We can't blame what happened in our past for everything going on to our future. So taking responsibility that our life is what we choose it to be every day. Whatever is happening in your life, you are choosing at some level. So if you don't like it, all you need to do is start making different choices. And another part of this that's really, really important is to stop bullshitting yourself. Because I have loads of people say to me, Paul, I want to do this. I want to change this. I want to change this. And when I dig into it, what we realize is that's not really true. Often when I find that people tell me they want to ch make changes, or often when I observe people from a distance and they say they want to make changes and they don't make those changes, it's because they didn't really want to at all. They didn't want to in the first place. They, it would be something like, they tell me they want to lose weight, but it turns out it wasn't them that wanted to lose weight. They want to lose weight because their wife wants them to, or their husband wants them to. They want to change jobs because their wife thinks they should get paid more, or their husband thinks they should get paid more. But actually, they're quite happy carrying a bit of extra timber around their belly and working in a corner shop for five hours a day, making enough money to get by. The most important thing when you're taking responsibility is to be honest with yourself. So stop bullshitting yourself. Be honest about what you really want. And whatever it is that you really want, 
take responsibility and make choices as on every day, every part of your life, make choices that lead to the life that you want and take responsibility for those choices, regardless of what happened in the past, that's gone now. You are in control of what happened in the, happens in the future, as long as you take responsibility for the choices that you make. Remember, hard choices, easy life, easy choices, hard life. That's it. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope it made some sense. If you liked it, please share it with someone else you think it might help. And I'll see you on the next episode.